Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of a Trillionaire. <laughs> Alright, it's going to be a little strange episode today, I think. It is 9.10 a.m. on the 10th of September, Thursday. And on this entry, I, I think I want to talk about... Doom, doom. Doom, doom. Aliens. <laughs> I don't know what that sound effect was. Uh, ignore that. <laughs> well, I was listening to the Lex Friedman podcast uh, yesterday. It's like a, it was like a, f- almost a four-hour conversation um, Lex had with uh, James. I forget his last name. Um, is it James? I don't know. Is a, a a famous fighter pilot, Top Gun fighter pilot, and um, he he is one of the four people that actually um, seen the Tic Tac thing that the government released a few months ago. The Tic Tac uh, UFO. All right, they're they're in their fighter jets. Um, and he's been you know doing that for about 16 years or so at that point back in 2004, 2005, whatever it happened. Um, 2008. I don't know. Whenever it happened. But yeah, uh, he and his uh, his his co-pilot and the other jet that was with them. You know, they all saw this Tic Tac thing. And uh, James, James, whatever his name is, <laughs> he went, he went and chased it, and they were, you know, observing it, chasing it for about five minutes before it disappeared. All right. Um, now, when I saw this, I saw this Tic Tac thing like years ago because it, it leaked a while ago, and I was like, huh, that's weird. But um, like, there's nothing to follow up with it. Like, it's you can't really research this type of stuff because when you when you go <laughs> into that 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 hole, you go into the hole. You know, you go into the entire UFO uh, rabbit hole, you know, and I wasn't going into that. <laughs> I went into it a little bit back in, like, high school because I was, like, super interesting. I was in the hover cars. I was like, maybe this could be a solution, you know. <laughs> um, but I never really was a big UFO person. Um, of course, me, a lover of science and futurism and all that. Of course, I believe in aliens. I know aliens have to exist somewhere in the universe i mean it's absolutely ridiculous to to believe that we're alone um in the world in a universe that is bigger than we can ever imagine <laughs> um however i do prescribe to the ideas of the great filter um or many of the ideas that you know they point out in the great filter that shows that you know if an alien species were to exist that is in any sort of advanced civilization we would have seen them already all right like the, the 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 chance that an alien civilization that is advanced enough to travel through space you know and we don't see them we don't see any sign of them or any sign of their existence in the past is absolutely ridiculous it points to a a sort of great filter or there's a whole lot of solutions in the great filter but the one i the one i think is most likely is that um is that there is some the the first the the chance of life cropping up is extremely slim in the universe um not impossible of course but slim nonetheless uh more importantly intelligent life um at least intelligent life similar to ours that we can communicate with um and number two or maybe that's one and two <laughs> one life in general is kind of hard to do um, beyond bacteria phase, um, or maybe even even into bacteria phase. I don't know. And number two, 
um, sentient life is probably way more rare than just life in general. All right. Those are two major points. And then number three, um, there's a high chance of any sentient life either either um, perishing before they ever get to space or quickly destroying themselves when they get close enough to that level. Right. That's kind of like the great field. There's some sort of filter in the way of stopping civilizations from traveling through space and, you know, kind of just going throughout the galaxy, throughout the universe. Um, and you can go deep into this. Um, there's like literally thousands of scenarios and whatnot. <laughs> it's very deep. Um, so if you're interested in, I highly suggest you checking out uh, Isaac Author, uh, Science and Futurism with Isaac Author. There's YouTube and he he does podcasts as well. So um, he has a great, 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 great way of explaining all of that stuff with science and math. Um, but anyways, I'm not getting into that. The reason I want to talk about this aliens thing is because it's 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 2020, right? Earlier this year, the government dropped these freaking files, right? I mean, some of these files were already leaked about the Tic Tac thing. And for those who don't know, just look it up. You'll find plenty of videos. You'll find plenty of stuff about it. Um, but if you do look up this fighter pilot, let me. I might try to find his name um, because there's a lot of misinformation about there uh, out there as well. But let me talk about this first. So, um, yeah, in this in this thing, in this video, this dude was chasing this little tic tac. Uh, was I say little, but it's not really. He called they called it a tic tac because it was flitting left to right or something like that, north to south. Um, east to west or something like that super fast like with no momentum like with no inertia um, at first they looked down they thought it was like a helicopter or something but they didn't see like again no inertia and, it, and they, they didn't see any wake or anything like that like it was close to the water um, and it was flitting back and forth super fast just like do 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 like a like a tic tac you know going back and forth um, so like hey uh, what's that you know there were like 20,000 um, I think feet or not i don't know what their distance is but they're above um pretty far above but they were able to see it um one of them the fighter pilot I was talking about he came down to look a little closer to it and that and the thing you know moved up closer to him and when they got closer he realized it was as big as like his jet basically um and uh they got closer to it and it was just you know flying around each other for a little bit and then he tried to get closer to it and it um flitted right past his uh his nose basically um and it disappeared disappeared from all their lines of sight like the people far above who had a bigger line of sight and um he, he him and his co-pilot um disappeared in like a second um and during that during that whole time uh they also mentioned something interesting was that when they first saw it they saw something under the water or some some indication of something under the water because you know there's like when when water is over something shallow or when there's something under the water you can see like uh white water basically like you know froth froth of the waves kind of pushing off the thing under the water they didn't get a clear view of what was under the water but they saw you know some type of frothing right indicating that it was something big under the water that the tic tac was was um hovering over um so yeah, it was it was very interesting. The government dropped these files unredacted. Or I think I think there are still parts of it that we that were redacted, but they dropped these files earlier this year, and not many people were talking about them. 
I was like, I was one of the people. I was like, whoa, uh, why is nobody talking about this? <laughs> but of course, me, I have nothing. It's not 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 much I can do about it. So I was like, all right, whatever. Um, if something else happens, you know, I'm gonna be ready. <laughs> Always got to be ready for them aliens, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but then you know, Lex Friedman, he did a this this interview, and I'm hearing this dude talk, and it's just like amazing. Because this dude is not a UFO dude. Even after chasing one of these UFOs, he has not, like, looked into all the other research of UFO people um, or anything like that. You know? He doesn't really care about it. (laughs) Um, I just find it super interesting. Um, But one thing I wanted to talk about. I know, this is all lead up, right? (laughs) Which may be crazy. But I think it's just far more likely than interstellar aliens. It's because due to the Great Filter... Due to the the sheer amount of difficulty it takes to travel through space, I don't think any sort of UFOs or anything like that will be interstellar aliens. Alright? Because the, the, the sheer amount of technology and science and, and advancements you need, energy, power, you need to f- travel through interstellar space faster than light, or at least a significant percent of uh, light speed, well, most likely would have to be faster than light to get anywhere in the, the space. Is that that's what people don't realize? Let me back up a second, uh, because most people do not realize the sheer amount of magnitude of space. Like w- how much space is in space? Because <laughs> um, once again, like for those that don't know, the nearest solar system, the nearest planet, the nearest star to ours is four light years away. That means it takes light. The fastest thing in the universe that we know of takes light itself four years to get there. Now, from light's perspective, it's instant. Everything in the universe is instant. Like it, it's, it, it exists everywhere. It's like a singularity. But from our perspective, right? From our mortal's p- perspective, it takes light four years to get from point A to point B. Just the closest point B. And that's the closest uh, star system to us. Four light years. The other ones after that I think it's 16 light years or something like that. And our position in the Milky Way galaxy. You know the Milky Way galaxy itself is I think 150 million light years across. Or something like that. Right. It's pretty big. Um, not that big compared to other galaxies. Like I think Andromeda is bigger. But um, yeah. So imagine in just our galaxy alone. Our galaxy is like uh, uh, over a hundred light years across with millions of galaxy. I mean, millions of solar systems inside the galaxy. And the galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy, is only one. It's like a grain of sand in the universe with millions and billions of other galaxies are all in the observable universe. Um, within 13 billion, you know, uh, diameter of us, or radius, not radius, seven, seven, seven point five billion radius. So, like the the observable universe, the universe that we can see, is 13 billion years across. All right, it takes light about 13 to 14 billion years to get from one side of the universe to the next, <laughs> and so. There are so many galaxies out there, right? All the size of ours are bigger, or maybe even some smaller. 
there are millions and billions of these galaxies out there. All of them with tons of planets, tons of stars, and all that stuff, right? Who knows what's out there? But the point is, um, in the galaxy, in our galaxy, we have t telescopes that are able to see what is going on in a lot of, you know, I got, well, not even, like, we can only see a small percentage of the sky, <laughs> which is crazy. But, um, from what we've seen, you know, we, we spotted, like, thousands of Earth-like planets. We've actually spotted these. There's tons of Earth-like planets. But, we have not spotted, not one uh, chance of some greater technology out there. And I say this because people like to, and people like to put in ignorance. Like, when they, where they're ignorant, they like to put in, like, you know, magic. Or t <laughs> basically, right? You know, that's that's just human tendency. Because before, you know, people used to think, you know, there were gods in the sky, right? You couldn't you couldn't go that high in the sky, so they thought that's where the gods lived, and then clouds. <laughs> you couldn't go far in the ocean, so that's it. They thought there were mythical creatures there. They thought it was the end of the world, you know. <laughs> and so now. Um, there's a theory, <laughs> that's another theory, is that, you know, because we can't go far into space, we, we, our new gods are aliens, we call them aliens, right? Those are the new mythical creatures, the unicorns, the, uh, dragons, whatever. You know, those are the mythical creatures of the modern day. Aliens. And, um, yes, there, there probably is life somewhere out there in the, in the galaxy. Most definitely in the universe. But the issue is that, as far as we know, according to the rules of physics, <laughs> there are certain rules that you can't get around, right? And that's, you know, uh, things like energy, energy use. So if something has enough power to travel from one solar system to another, it has to use energy. Like there's no hiding energy in space. Like there's no such thing as stealth in space. Alright, you, you see that in the movies and that doesn't exist. doesn't make sense. Because space is so big and so empty. You can literally see anything. If somebody's cloaking, that means they're trying to wrap photons around them or something like that. You can still see them because of the gap <laughs> in the photons. You, you, can see, you can see what's going on here. You know, and even besides that, you can see, you know, their, the waste, their waste heat. That's another problem. Is waste heat is so, you can't get around that. There might be a way to use, you know, to, to, you know, point waste heat in a certain direction or use it or something like that. But it's always going to be waste heat. Just because, just because of laws of physics. Maybe our, our laws of physics are wrong, but, you know, they've been standing up for the last hundred years or so. <laughs> um, so as far as we know, any sort of advanced civilization out there would be very obvious to spot. Alright, um, both Isaac Arthur and Kurzgott in a nutshell, the YouTube channels, they did uh, videos on the Kardashev scale. Look that up, Kardashev scale, where you have K K1, K2, K3 type civilizations. Right now, humanity is not even a K1. We're a K0 or K.5 if you want to be generous or something like that. Where K1 is using, um, no, K0 is using the entire... Uh, entire energy of your of your planet all right 
K1 is using the entire energy of your sun. K2 is using the entire energy of your, uh, I think, galaxy or something like that, or solar system, couple solar systems or something like that. And then K3 is beyond that. It's basically can't even imagine that <laughs> uh, using the entire solar system of a of your galaxy or uh, something. I might be a little bit messed up on that, but it's close to that, right? And so anything above like a K1, a K, above a K2, we would definitely be able to see. Like it's it's no it's no question about it. <laughs> um, a K1 is is it's it's uh using the entire s s energy of your sun. Maybe we might miss that if they're far enough away, but most likely not. Because if you look at them, you can see that they're using. They might be using some type of you know um some type of uh uh what do you call it Dyson sphere. Right, where they have some structure around their sun, and they're using the sun's power, you know, to to power themselves. Right, that's the type of energy you would need to go any any percentage of the speed of light. Like, if you want to go 10, 20, 30 percent of the speed of light, you need the the power of your entire sun at least. In order for you to go faster than the speed of light, according to our laws of physics, which works so far. You would need the, the power of a of a of a galaxy, of the dark hole, the black hole in the middle of your galaxy. All right, that type of power. Just because number and and not even that. The bigger problem with that with 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 going light speed is that you would need to either. There's only two ways that we know of to do it. One, you open up a portal. <laughs> basically uh, you know a, a black hole a, a wormhole right and we have no idea how that's even possible but theoretically could be possible um we don't know how techn technologically it will happen but theoretically it's possible and um number two you have to bend space and time itself <laughs> bend the the fabric of reality <laughs> to you know Use space, the structure of space itself, to to kind of pull yourself faster than light. Because any other method is technically impossible. Because if you have like some type of fuel, then you would need more and more fuel to make yourself go faster and faster. Right? But that answers a paradox. That's the same paradox we have with, with our rockets and getting into space. Is that in order for you to get into space, you need a huge amount of fuel to boost you up. Right, but because you have, because you need more fuel, you ha your rocket has to be bigger, and then you're gonna need even more fuel, and so you have to come up with new types of fuel or new types of energy, new types of uh, of 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 uh, thrust to get into space efficiently, and so that's what we ended up doing. We had to create new types of fuel and new types of thrust. Um, so you take all of that. And you you and you think about you know aliens right people seeing these UFOs and in order for that to be an alien from interstellar space and it just crashes on Earth that's absolutely ridiculous that's like crashing an airplane on an ant hill that's like <laughs> you know you have this super advanced technology and you're gonna crash into some random pile of dirt in the middle of space what? Like, it just does not make sense.
Furthermore, it, it once again, because it's so obvious, if you were able to come up with technology to travel through space faster than light, you will be able to see it. Like any, like any of us on Earth will be able to see it. Just like we see airplanes in the sky, it will be obvious that there's something out there. Something huge, something big out there, right? <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they would ignore us because there's tons of planets just like us. But we would still see them. It wouldn't be a question of are we alone. It would be a question of when are they coming. <laughs> right? Uh, so that all that is a lead up to my crazy idea. Um, I might just end it here. Because my idea might be a little bit too crazy. <laughs> no, nah, I, I led, I led y'all up fat long enough. <laughs> Um, so here's, here's some of my ideas, alright? We know that there used to be life, you know, other types of life, other types of life in our, on our Earth. And we also can see that Mars actually used to be similar to Earth, I think, four million years ago. Before some crater, you know, blasted into their planet and basically erratic, irradiated, irradiated their atmosphere away. So, four million years ago is not that long. That's about when the uh, dinosaurs were living, I believe. Dinosaurs were living for quite a long, long time. Um. So, I think it's a it's a higher chance. Even though this is crazy, there's a higher chance that any sort of alien life would have been from Mars rather than some interstellar area right either they were extinct and this and what we're seeing is the you know their automata their robots their drones that's left over or some other you know thing like that or maybe there's a small bit of them left maybe they've been trying to you know build up build back up this entire time and they see us and they're trying to see what's happening with us you know I don't know and here's an even crazier idea. An even crazier idea. But I, I will believe it faster than I would interstellar aliens. <laughs> Is, you know, uh, uh, about 100,000 years ago. Well, anywhere dating from 2 million years ago down to um, 100,000 years ago. There were multiple species of homo, uh, of hominids. You know, you had the Neanderthals. You had the Denisovans. You had a bunch of other types of... Um, hominids that means humanoid species that evolved from um apes or whatever champs or whatever right there's there were seven to to nine or ten types of hominids that lived on earth at the same time we don't know what happened to all of them we can only guess what happened to most of them right we can only guess that the neanderthals some of them, you know, procreated with humans, but most of them went um, extinct because they got outcompeted by us, <laughs> um, as well as you know, in their 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 cold environment. When the ice age hit, you know, the only things they had to fight were mammoths, and they died. <laughs> uh, they weren't as social as us. They were more aggressive. Some say they even had bigger brains, um, or a lot. You know, they probably had bigger brains. Uh, that, that doesn't necessarily mean they were smarter, but they were able to, you know. Um, retain certain amounts of knowledge uh, more than us uh, but they weren't as social 
And so when they went to fight the mammoths or, you know, to try to find more food that was dying out because of the Ice Age, they couldn't work together well enough. And so when the humans, when the Homo sapiens came out of Africa and uh, were all, you know, banding together, they had this, uh, these tribes, these groups, whatever you want to call them, they would, the Homo sapiens, our ancestors, would always fight together. And so they could take it down a whole mammoth. But the Neanderthals, it would be like one or two, maybe even three of them, trying to fight a whole mammoth. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's how we can, like, we see a bunch of knowledge, bunch of evidence of this. Neanderthals, that's probably how they went extinct. Denisovans, we don't really know, but they went extinct. There were, you know, hominids in, in Asia areas, hominids. Uh, there were multiple different types of hominids across Africa, but only the Homo sapiens, only the Homo sapiens, you know, um, were left. So my theory is, I'm not sure if other people have this theory. I'm, I may have heard it from somewhere, but I don't remember. But my theory is that maybe there's some group of hominids that created a advanced civilization, and they either, you know, went out into space. Uh, mostly got extinct, but you know, squirreled away, or went underground right and this under this underground thing you know might lead to the whole hollow earth theory but it doesn't i don't know about those lizard man thing <laughs> but there is a lot of evidence that shows that there are pl that there are cave systems that are huge just in uh a few years ago and this is one of the things that started my thinking on this this line of thought is that they discovered i think uh vietnam or something like that somebody accidentally like stumbled upon a cave that was bigger than new york city bigger than new york city a cave it was huge right and so scientists are able to you know guesstimate based on this cave based on a couple other caves they found based on the on composition of the earth the crust that there are thousands, if not million, millions, of these large cave systems in our crust. Why have Why have we not found more of them? Because we are really bad at digging. The deepest mine, the deepest hole we've ever dug, is not that deep. <laughs> I think it's like half a mile or something like that. Right? It's not that deep compared to the the sheer. Uh, thickness of the crust that's before you even get into the mantle right the mantle probably nothing living in there but the crust there's a lot of a lot of strange things a lot of cave systems that we don't know about and of course there's underwater we've only discovered what one percent of the ocean floor yes for as far as we know there's no way to live under there and as far as we know living deep underground is very difficult because the gravity is much thicker, the air um, quality, this, that, and the other. But it's not impossible. And so a civilization that advanced to the point of where we are today, or even further, perhaps could have created some sort of technology allowing them to live in these, uh, these places. Sounds ridiculous, but I will believe that more. I think that's more realistic than interstellar aliens <laughs> so yeah that's that's my theories that's my crazy theories for the day um 
I just had to get that off my chest. Because, man, it's, it's some crazy stuff out here. And you know what they say. Truth is stranger than fiction. Maybe those those people who were talking about freaking interdimensional aliens. Maybe they were right. <laughs> uh, that's a whole other crazy, crazy theory, right? I don't know. Truth is often stranger than fiction. I think that's Einstein that said that. Um, universe is a strange place. And uh, eventually, I hope that we will discover what's going on out here. Because it's some strange stuff. Really unexplainable stuff. And uh, very interesting stuff. But, um, yeah. If you like this episode, if you think I'm crazy, <laughs> let me know. I would love to talk to y'all. Plugging my stuff once again. Elijah Claude. E-L-I-J-A-H-C-L-A-U-D-E. On every platform. Except for Instagram. That's Erudite Elijah. Um, yeah, hit me up. I would love to talk. And thanks for listening. Have a good day.